0: Hey, bro, let's get into this thing. It's Demasi and Michael, just talking tech. So, technology. (laughs) (laughs) We're on DM41. DM41, dude. So my goal with this was to edit as little as possible, because if we go into it with the intention of editing as little as possible, then potentially we'll be able to get it out sooner rather than later. Um... So, yeah, I mean, I only have a couple things I was thinking about chatting about. I didn't know about you, what you wanted to chat about. Uh,
1: Yeah, uh, as usual, man, Like there's a bunch of stuff, but I didn't write any of it down. Right,
0: right. I did not write what I wanted to chat about in a Google Doc. So, number one, I will tell you, once we get our technology issues working and we're recording and everything's working fine and stuff, Uh, virtual windows on desktop is freaking nice. So are you familiar with the virtual desktops?
1: Yeah. You told me about them when you were, uh, you were working at the call center place.
0: Yeah, I forgot about them until I set it up on the laptop. Like those who don't know, you can be on your Windows desktop and tap control Windows D. This is on Windows 10, 1903 is the one that I've got. And you tap control Windows D and you'll hear Jaws, I almost said voiceover, say, uh, desktop two. Um, and then if you press alt tab and you don't have anything open in that desktop, there's like it won't take you anywhere because there's nothing open. So uh, right now I have a recording desktop is how I see it as desktop one. So I have Reaper and now Zoom open so I can record myself and Zoom and that's all that's in the alt tab order. And then in desktop two, I have uh, like Slack open, I've got Chrome open, I've I think I've got no Thunderbird is closed. uh. So I'm referring to it as my communications tab. So that way, if I need to look something up real quick, I can hit control, control windows, right area, blah, 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 blah. control windows, right arrow. And that'll jump me over to desktop too. And then I can use alt tab and it'll only cycle me between Slack and Chrome because that's what's open there. So it makes it super easy to organize your desktop windows.
1: Yeah. That was the theory behind, uh, Spaces on macOS. And I will preface what I'm about to say by saying I did not spend a ton of time tweaking different settings, like turning stuff on and off. Uh, but just as a default, if you set up spaces on macOS, when you're doing command tab, uh, with voiceover on at least, uh, you will get taken out of a space. And into ah. a different space. So what you have set up is exactly what I thought Spaces would be useful for years ago, which is why I was, you know, probably one of the few people in the world that was excited about Spaces because I saw the <laughs> benefit. I'm like, hey, I could have, you know, my mail app and, Uh, messages and, you know, like you said, a communication tab open up. So, you know, that's that stuff over there. But I'm working right now on this thing. So I want, you know, text edit open and, and, uh, Safari and, 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 you know, something else open. And I only want to be able to command tab switch between the apps in this specific space, not to all of the applications that are Mm -hmm. open, which eventually is what's going to happen. So if I have three apps open in one space and two open in another space, if for example i got slack uh let's say slack uh chrome and uh, mail open in one tab and if i'm in that that space and i switch from chrome to and i'm trying to get the slack and say it hits mail it may take me to you know slack or it may take me to an app in another space or if i have which is some you should probably check out is having two different and I'm gonna say two different instances with two different browser windows open in separate uh, desktops and see what happens there because yep. I know it really trips over that shit right there. Like if I have Safari in one space and Safari in another space, like it it, it gets all fucked up. Uh, but that that's the theory oh. of what it should actually do, and that's what I actually want to happen. Uh, so if anybody knows how to fix that, all back away voice voiceover. uh DM-
0: reach 40- out at your own slash <laughs> dm forty one. Yeah,
1: there you go. I'll try to get that out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I will tell you that I can have uh, Chrome with tabs and windows and all that type of stuff. Because within the browser itself, as you know, you can have different things open. So you press control tab to switch between tabs. And, and I think alt tab will switch you between windows. I don't really use windows that much.
1: Anymore. Like, uh, new windows. I know on is command and that little back tick. Uh, ah, that might windows. be it on, on, on uh Windows, I'm thinking maybe that control and that'll work or, uh, there's probably well, no, no
0: control. Other. Yeah. Either way I can have different tabs and windows open in one Chrome instance and then be in a different desktop and have a totally different separate, uh, set of windows open in Chrome over there. Yeah. Yeah. Sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That makes sense. That's exactly what I like. Uh, Yes, yeah. I actually used an app on Windows uh, years ago that gave you a similar feature uh, to the virtual desktops. It was it was basically a virtual desktop, but it was a third party app that you installed on Windows. This is back on. Seven, I know, maybe ah, XP. good old days, yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is why, again, no. you know, I had some experience with using that type of setup. So, you know, coming over to the Mac and hearing about Spaces, I was like, "Oh, this shit is gonna be awesome!" And uh, right yeah, just never quite, you know, like many things, unfortunately uh with apple the promise of what the thing is they're creating is nice right but they never take it quite as far as you meant for them to take it so perhaps visually spaces work out fine uh because you're you're mostly mousing or jumping to things that you can see uh whereas with voiceover it doesn't seem to work in the way that i would like it to work anyway
0: but that's that's technology for you had to make sure I was recording for a second because I had this sudden chill run down my back saying, you're not recording, but I am. <laughs> Man, I hate when that happens. I, hate when that happens. Uh, I,
1: I, I actually was checking uh, while you were talking earlier. I was checking, checking all these I was like, Make sure that recording button is actually selected. I did the whole stupid thing where I paused the recording and I paused the recording. Okay, no, no, no. We're good. We're good. Okay.
0: With our luck with technology today, it took us 20 minutes to get in to start recording. <laughs> yeah,
1: so that is so weird. That is so weird. But I, I think I know what the problem is, uh, and I'll try to fix it uh, in Brave. Because I, I switched to using the Brave browser. Just one, because I want to see what, you know, where, where is it going to hit the wall. And I'm like, I need Chrome. Uh, because it's built on Chromium. So in theory, it should work just as well as Chrome. Uh, except without all the Google services built in by default so uh, and it's been working fairly well as far as like the things that I would normally have to open up Chrome to do because this site or web app mm-hmm. works better in Chrome than it does in Safari things like that have been fine uh, but this is the first time I have tried to do a source now call uh, from and and they have some settings related to WebRTC that I didn't think about. Like, I saw them earlier, uh, you know, when I first started using Brave uh, and didn't uh, didn't fiddle with them because I was like, well, I'm not going to touch it because as far as I know, it works. <laughs> so it's not Brave this <laughs> shit. But I'm betting it's something probably to do with that because you could hear me. Uh, but Great. i couldn't hear any loud and clear yeah i couldn't hear any output from uh source now like nothing i didn't hear the beeps when you came in and left for anything uh but all my audio ah. settings were you know configured properly like i had the output going to the same place as i have zoom's output going uh I just couldn't hear you weird
0: you know what else is built on chromium Edge, beta. edge yeah <laughs> i'm starting to use that more and more now too i was in chrome just because i didn't want to run into that issue where i didn't know yeah, like if i had yeah. all the permission set and and this and that so i did jump into chrome but edge beta is is slowly becoming my my preferred browser
1: yeah, I'm gonna say something
0: I never thought I'd
1: say. Yeah, nobody thought they would say that. Well, no, I, I thought it was. I was interested when they switched over and said they were going to start building it on Chromium. Uh, I was a little sad because it's like now we're basically down to two browsers, Chrome and Firefox. Yeah, uh, yeah. Instead of and Safari, three. so I guess well, three because yeah, Safari is different than yeah. fire
0: Firefox, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh,
0: Have you tried Chrome? Or edge beta on Mac yet?
1: I have not. I'm going to install it over here. Uh, in my clean install of Mac OS probably and play around with it. Uh, I don't, yeah. I, I'm not, I don't open Chrome. Uh, um, when I do have to flip over to the other account, I kind of stay out of Chrome because everything crashes in Chrome. <laughs> like, I, there's something really borked up somewhere deep in the system. Like, I can't find a file or a folder that I need to delete to completely get rid of, uh, something mm. related to Chrome. So, like, Brave will crash Chrome will crash, Chrome Canary will crash. I'm like, well, there's no point in installing Edge because it's probably gonna crash right. too. Uh <laughs> but I haven't had any problems here, uh as of yet, but I'm still kinda going through some setup stuff. So I do find myself occasionally rebooting and jumping back into the other uh other account to do other stuff. Uh Cause I just hadn't installed everything here. Right. I did finally get finished recording today though. Uh, the right before that's what was, that's why I didn't see your message at 1035 either or, or 835 your time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I was in the process of recording, uh, an intro to setting up text expander.
0: Ooh, that is exciting. I should record an intro to setting up text expander on Windows cause it's kind of a bitch, but it can be done.
1: Good. What are your uh so interestingly enough, like so you would expect that I probably use screen flow, right? But I didn't. I used the built in uh screen recording feature of Mac OS, uh, along with loop back to route my audio so I could get me the micro well, get the microphone and voiceover into the the mm-hmm. single recording uh, file and it actually worked out pretty good like loopback is a tool I know we've talked about it before uh, on macOS that is extremely useful like it is, is useful in so many different little weird ways that you know just solves a problem it's expensive for a, an occasional use like I use it all the time but for you know a lot of people it's, it's, it's crazy expensive uh, right it's ahead.
0: like a, just under 100 isn't yeah, it yeah might as
1: well say 100 99 yeah. bucks Uh what i wish they would actually do is do what they've done with uh audio hijack and piezo i think is the simple recording app like i yeah, wish they would make like a, a simple cut down version of Blueback, and maybe you only get the one virtual device that you can use or something like that but it still would solve a lot of problems for people trying to record record screencasts or tutorials and it's not a you know lucrative enough, uh, business for them or such an occasional thing that it doesn't warrant spending a hundred bucks on loop back or a uh, hundred bucks on screen flow, uh, to solve a problem. But you do need to get not only your microphone, but also some other audio, whether it's voiceover or something else into a single recording.
0: So from someone who kind of knows the answer to this, but not really, um, why would I need loopback over audio hijack?
1: If you're just doing audio, you may not need loopback. Uh, you have to look uh-huh. at the specifics. But in this case, where I was actually using the screen capture uh, feature to record the screen, the way that feature works, uh, so it's not ScreenFlow. Like it, it works very much like ScreenFlow does. Like you can record your entire screen, but it's just a built-in macOS tool. So you only get one input. Audio hijack, you would need somewhere to point. Like you can hijack your audio. Uh, mm-hmm. but then where, where are you sending it? Like, how does it actually get connected to the audit, to the video file? So in this case, what I did is just created a, a single loop back virtual device. And as it's two, as two, I added two sources. One was the, uh, speech output from voiceover. And the other source was the, uh, microphone that I'm using. I chose that as the input Uh, As the microphone input into the screen recording application. So it's capturing my screen with the video and using that virtual device to get my microphone audio and voiceovers audio. So it's all a part of the same video file.
0: And then you don't have to worry about editing and mixing things down. Right, right. Because that's the problem, right?
1: Because I knew I was going to have to do some editing to the audio. So if I start editing the audio, then it's going to screw up the video. Like I'm not capable of lining up the video because I don't have any references. uh So you know that that could have went sideways very quickly. Audio hijack really is is very good for capturing audio. You know whether it's uh, like right now I'm just capturing my microphone audio and uh, going into a WAV file. Like that's all I'm doing. That's just is very basic. I ain't doing nothing. That's it. Uh, But more complex things you can do with it, you know, as you know, is, you know, you can record the audio output from just about anything on your Mac and have it go wherever you want it to go. Usually that is going to be a recorded file or uh, some kind of output block where it's going to be like your headphones or speakers or something like that. Uh, They do have a broadcast block, which is nice. So you can, you know, live stream audio uh, but it doesn't really give you the ability to sort of combine your audio. So you can combine your audio sauces. Uh, bleh, boy, that came out wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: them audio sauces. Yeah, the, the audio the sauces, <laughs> man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was country as hell. Desiree part been laughing her ass off. That shit came out real country. <laughs> audio sauces. Ugh.
0: You can combine your audio sources. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You can combine your audio sources with Audio Hijack into one single file, but that's just audio. It doesn't, what Audio Hijack doesn't really give you the ability to do to do without an application like Loopback uh, added to it is the ability to say, okay, I want to take my audio from my microphone, and I want to take the audio from Zoom, and I want to take the audio from Voiceover, and I want to send it to a different application so that mm-hmm. all of that audio combined can become the input for another application. That's the problem. So, with for example, Ah, uh, solve. Go ahead.
0: So, for example, with Loopback, you could set up some sources to grab some music and play it through Zoom because you have Loopback, and, and so it's like an, a separate virtual audio driver. Right. Fun times. One thing that I hate about Windows now that I just discovered, and I think I figured out how to fix it, is uh, your – so I have Unigram. I don't know if you've heard of that, but it's a Telegram app on Windows that is super accessible and super easy to use. Um, I have it installed and it's on my communications window and all my freaking notifications kept going through. So when you're talking, I'm trying to shut it up real quick, but if you tap the windows key, type in do not, you find a focus mode. And if you turn focus mode on, then only priority notifications will come in. And I type do not because I was looking for do do not disturb. disturb. (laughs) (laughs) So windows is smart to know what I was looking for, even though it's not called that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's one, of the, uh, that's one of the nice things about Windows, too, especially with uh, the way that they've changed up so many of the locations of where settings and stuff are is that you can't always mm-hmm. use that search to get there. Uh, unfortunately, I don't see a lot of people using that. <laughs> 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 somebody called me uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it was like, I think it was you to help me make Firefox my default browser on, on Windows 10. And I was like, it's possible. Well, I need to change it back to Internet Explorer. So, obviously, I didn't remember how to do it because I, I don't know. Like, I know I feel it was Windows 7 or any version prior to that. I could have told you because it was always in the same place. But I didn't know how to get there. So, I was like, well, hit your Windows key and type default. Uh it's like oh, set up default applications. I'm like yeah, hit return on that. All right, now let's find the browser tab and then we're gonna pop that open and then just choose Internet Explorer and hit save and there you're done. It's like all right, see. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it, it was an example of like me even being able to you know help somebody solve a problem uh, over the phone just because of I I have enough trust in the search capabilities of Windows that I knew I could probably find the thing I was looking for.
0: One thing I use that I've never really used before. So at work, Barry came to me and he goes, hey, can you find this file? And I'm like, who's the client? He goes, I don't know. And so I actually used the search field in Windows Explorer. And I was very impressed with how well that that worked. Apparently, there are some other third-party tools. Uh, to To help index, uh, it, it, the ones that I've found don't look like they work that well on networked drives, uh, which would be my only problem. But there are some tools out there that'll help index that and make the search a lot faster. But by default on Windows 10, I was, I was super impressed with the search abilities in Windows Explorer.
1: Yeah, I, I think as time progresses, we try things early on and because they fail, uh, we don't usually go back to them uh because like finder search on the mac is really good uh i have made use of the windows explorer search quite a bit when i was using windows because it was you know basically on the way to find the thing i was looking for uh (laughs) but (laughs) oftentimes we we don't look at you know the default solutions uh as much like that's one one of the reasons that i took the path i did to record uh, the beginning, at least, tutorials uh for getting, you know, setting up text expander on the Mac is because I was like, well, there's a built-in tool in Mojave that will let me record the screen. And all I need to do is go install, loop back, so I can set up a virtual device to com- combine two separate sources into one input so I can choose it as the microphone input. Like, that's the only thing that I actually needed to do. Uh, and it worked. Like And now did. you have a video. Yeah, now I have a video file. Um worked perfectly you know fine so uh oftentimes i think it's worth revisiting uh defaults uh there are some cases where i'm just not interested in revisiting defaults like uh i'm not interested in exploring spotlight so we're not having a conversation about spotlight <laughs> on the mac because that's just it ain't happening uh.
0: too many uh what are they called extensions or shortcuts set up in launch bar that you're so used to typing.
1: well it's that and there's things that i know i can't do with Spotlight, So why complicate the process mm-hmm. by having two different applications? Well, I'll use Spotlight to launch my apps and find documents, but then, oh, I need to uh, grab a file from the finder window that I'm in and drop it somewhere else so it'll open up in TextMate. Uh, oh, so let me launch mister. launch bar like, oh, no, see, no, just we'll just keep launch bar there. Uh, that's a- I miss being able to just send a document straight into a mail message. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did the other day. Oh, shit, I forgot to send you this document, too. I will send it to you uh, today. Uh, but that's how I sent Desiree a document the other day That's why well. I was like, oh, I'll send it to you right now. Now. <laughs> so <I'm> looking <laughs> at it. It's like, no, let me do it right
0: now. So what else is going on, man? Doing a lot of production work at work. Um, you, learning more about Reaper and automation tools in Reaper, which is pretty cool. Um, and uh, envelopes and panning and volume adjustments and stuff because – I realized that I didn't know as much as I thought I knew, which is always a a uh, disconcerting feeling sometimes. <laughs> uh, really, but aside from that, not not a whole lot. Uh, oh, I did recently install Simeon, which is the automation system we are using on three of the eight stations on this laptop. There's a trial version you can get. And I'm glad I did not install JAWS on the station computers because I realized how inaccessible Simeon was, at least without the the scripts that I've heard illicitly exist from BSI, which is a company that produces Simeon, but I haven't been able to find them anywhere. So if anyone has JAWS scripts for Simeon, let me know, although they really won't do me much good because the goal is... Well, the goal was by July to get all the stations switched over to the new system. Now the goal is by the end of the year to get all the stations switched over to the new system, which is completely different than Simeon. So I'm working on uh, teaching myself to script so I can make this tool a lot more accessible. So, for example, uh, one of the actions that we have to take inside of a tool called File Manager is we choose a station, and that's in a tree view on the left. And then you... If you press Enter on carts, which is inside that tree view, it does nothing. Uh, what you have to do is you have to route the jaws cursor to the virtual PC cursor, double left click on the carts uh, act- item inside the tree view, and then that will drop you into the carts, and you can see what carts are in there. And then you have to do the same thing to open a specific cart. Route jaws to virtual PC, left or uh, insert 88, eight. eight uh, I think it's eight. Yeah, insert A eight, eight, and it'll left click on. Now I've got to check that keystroke real quick because I, I think it's you'll understand why here in a second. Star. Yeah, it's it's Jaws key plus eight. It's the same as clicking the left mouse
1: button. Oh, okay. So
0: you insert A eight, eight on the cart itself, <laughs> and then it will open that cart. So what I ended up doing is with a a tool some might have heard of called Hotspot Clicker is I found those actions and I I set up some some basic scripts that now if I hit control alt enter, it will route draws to virtual PC, left click, left click. So it's almost equivalent to being able to just hit enter and uh, uh, be able to access those things. So I don't have to worry about all those extra keystrokes, which is pretty cool. But now I got to learn more about scripting. Because it's very rudimentary, but it gets done what needs to be done, for hey, the most part. Hey man,
1: that's that's uh that's always a start. Uh, you know, figure yeah. out a solution and make that work, and then eventually, you know, you, you continue working on it. Unless it's something that you don't do. If it's something you do a lot of, you know, often you're gonna you know continue to tweak. Uh, the way that that works is you learn more about how to more advance more advanced ways to uh, script things. Just on a side note, Zoom is. Fucking horrible.
0: <laughs> you have faded
1: in and faded out. Like, I know you've moved a little bit off the mic and came back, but that's not it. Like, I can tell when you're on the mic and when you're off the mic, uh-huh. if that makes sense. But yeah. Zoom is like fucking with your audio, like really bad. Like, it is. Well, it's,
0: it's a good thing that I'm
1: recording locally. Exactly. But this is the point of why I say I cannot use a fucking Zoom recording and put it out there in the world and be like, hey, here's mm-hmm. your thing. Like, no. It's just fucking horrible
0: anyway yeah um and i was going to say something else but i don't remember what it was going to be it <laughs> distracted me it was related to scripting yeah when i remember i'll let you know <laughs> oh, no, <'cause> <laughs> what about on your so end what I you know, been up bro. to with your technology
1: oh man some interesting things i feel like i've been doing a lot but at the same time i feel like i haven't been doing much of shit to be quite honest <laughs> There are a couple of things that I'm looking forward to accomplishing with WordPress, which is uh one building us an entire sort of virtual back end office system where we mm-hmm. have all of our disparate products and services kind of connected together. So if we need to jump over and send an invoice or if we need to, you know, log in and, and do this or do that or something like that, you know, building us a nice back end system so that we have processes in place if we're onboarding a new client. Uh, or anything like that we're doing tax documents you know signing documents uh speaking sending of invoices. signing do- yes yeah, and invoices. speaking of signing documents if anybody out there listening has uh, some suggestions on tools that we can use to create we're not just trying to sign electronic documents because that's a pretty easy thing to do uh but what we need to be able to do uh with some tools that are accessible to screen readers is as you create the document that somebody else is going to be signing. Like if anybody has mm-hmm. any experience in that space, any suggestions, uh, the things that we have looked at up to this point are, uh, DocuSign, uh, I think it's the name of the company. Yeah. DocuSign. Yeah. Uh, I did not during the trial period find it, Accessible enough to where I could, you know, format the document out and say, here's where the signature needs to go, et cetera, et cetera. Perhaps I missed something because it was a, 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 one of those situations where I started to trial, didn't immediately go look at stuff. And then when I did start to go look at stuff, like I was trying to take in everything I possibly could as quick as possible to see if Mm -hmm. this was going to be something I needed to pay for or not. Uh, but I didn't find it accessible for actually creating a document. Signing documents with DocuSign is actually for fairly straightforward. I've done it several times over the years. Yep. Uh, I
0: just signed a cell phone agreement with DocuSign a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's the last <laughs> thing I signed with DocuSign was a cell phone
1: <laughs> agreement. It was an equipment agreement for my kids. Yeah, that's Sign what thing. I meant, equipment agreement yeah. for a
0: Pixel XL. <laughs> uh, but same thing. Uh, also, Mallory's upgrading the phone size, huh? Yeah, she decided to keep that device uh, versus iOS, which, yeah, s- kind of actually not a bad experience. And then with Android 10, I almost said Q for a second. With Android 10, um, I need to check with her to see if she can see it, but I can see when she's typing me messages. I can see when she's read my messages. So there's that, that uh, feedback available in the native messaging app messages app not messaging not to get confused with facebook but yeah Uh, which is pretty awesome and that that carries over to the messages.google.web yeah that's a big advantage
1: like now you also can access that on uh on is that something that just works on windows or did that also work on the mac uh, no, it works on the Mac too. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I gotta pick me yeah. up another Android phone. Uh, probably gonna be the AXL one
0: is a pretty nice device, and I finally used it with Talkback, and and it's pretty snappy. a similar
1: experience. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Uh, I'm, I'm like I said, Black Friday around that time they should be on sale. Yeah, I can just pick one up because uh, I do like it. Uh, I do want to continue to be able to test things out with Android. Uh, I was thinking about it last night, funnily enough. I'm like, you know, Mike has introduced a situation, a scenario uh, for us with blind employment that we didn't previously have, but I knew it was going to eventually become an issue <laughs> we were going to have to address for people uh, that we're trying to help, which is, what do you do when everybody's using something different? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because Mike's on the windows. Uh, in and Android, uh, the biggest problem before that was that you know me and Mike were using certain tools on, on the Mac and certain services, and Desiree's over here just stuck in Microsoft Landing and like she ain't coming out. So, like, that, that, <laughs> that is still gonna be a problem. Like, I, I still don't know how to actually solve that problem. But yeah,
0: I gotta figure something out on Windows because I t- at this moment do not have uh Microsoft Office installed. And when you open, you can open a Word document in WordPad, but man, you lose all your formatting. Yeah, it, it,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's the same thing That happens in text edit On the Mac Like I don't I don't uh, You know But I don't I'm, Usually when I'm opening A word document It's not for me To send it back to somebody It's for me to copy out What they did And turn yep. it into HTML Basically You know Convert the markdown And make it HTML So it doesn't become Such a big issue to me, uh, one thing that you might want to look at, Mike, and I've been thinking about looking at some of these tools too, just to look at the accessibility of them. Is like Open Office and LibreOffice uh-huh. Office uh, to see what the accessibility is like because they're uh, designed to handle the, the office documents, the Word documents, Excel spreadsheets, all of that stuff, uh, and they're free, as far as I remember. I think they're both free. I like free. Uh, <laughs> well, to me, like it doesn't make really sense to pay for Word if you only use it. You know. On these rare occasions. Um, yeah. Which is why yeah. I don't no longer pay for the Office 365 because, like, I'm, I'm not using Word at all. I'm not using any Office products at all. So it didn't make sense to pay for them.
0: Apparently, Remington's not using it either.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he's like, fuck that. <laughs> I, got, I got my markdown text editor, man. I'm cool. Do you have anything else you want to chat about? Oh, man, not particularly. All right,
0: Demasi, how can they find you on Twitter? Oh,
1: man, I don't know. I'm at Demasi on Twitter. Uh, I don't, <laughs> you know, look, if I don't respond to you on Twitter, let me interject this because, you know, I'm still a Twitter-rific user on uh iOS. I have not switched over to the default or the. the, the uh well, not built mm-hmm. in, but you know the the official Twitter the from native. Twitter app, yeah, the native Twitter app, yeah. So I don't get notifications anymore.
0: So if he doesn't respond to you, don't take it personally. You can go drop him a comment at youronpay forward slash dm forty one, and we might get back to you faster than reaching out on Twitter. But if you have any answers to the questions that that we're yeah, just to me, posted. I do check
1: Twitter Riffy routinely. So at yeah. Damasi D A M A S H E, I do routinely check it. Uh, so, you know, if you don't get an instant response, just know it's because uh, Twitter are a bunch of jerks and they remove the ability for third party apps to send <laughs> notifications. So that's why. And I am boycotting the actual official Twitter app just because of that. I'm like, you will not force me into your box, uh, sir. I will not go <laughs> peacefully uh, or quietly into your box and sorry using Twitter now Mikey is using Twitter so you can tweet him
0: (laughs) at payown P-A-Y-O-W-N and before Remy has anything else to add to this episode I think that'll be it you've been listening to Your Own Pay Podcast if you've enjoyed today's episode visit yourownpay.com slash cast for exclusive content and to contact us today we're eager to hear your thoughts and about how you're making this podcast your own thanks for listening we'll be back soon the Your
1: Own Pay Podcast yourownpay.com